Hey, welcome to the Novel Nook. My name is Evie. Thank you for choosing our podcast. You've chosen the right one. Today I'm here with the wonderful Gianna and Mariah. We're going to be talking about our experiences with reading and how books have impacted our lives. So get comfortable, grab your snacks and listen in. So how are we feeling, ladies? I'm feeling excited. Like this is literally the first podcast I've ever been on. And I think it's good that I finally found a place where I can talk without hesitation. Same, especially since it's on one of my favourite topics, books. Anyways, right now it's... Wait, what's the time, guys? It is 1.57. And we are currently at St. Aloysius College inside one of our classrooms. If you clicked on this podcast, interested in our perspective of the book world, then you're in luck, as we're going to be discussing lots of things today, including the huge debate between ebooks and paperbacks, our experiences with reading, and popular opinions on books versus movies. All that soon, but first, we're going to be chatting about our favourite childhood book. Tell me when you first read your favourite childhood book. My favourite book when I was younger was The Very Hungry Caterpillar. You guys have probably heard of it. It's a childhood classic. This book was a very memorable book. It was so nostalgic. I enjoyed this book as it taught me the life cycle of a butterfly in the form of a really funny story. It was illustrated beautifully with handmade drawings, just like a child would draw, which drew me in. I love that book. I love The Rainbow Fish because I was not a big fan of reading when I was younger, but the bright colours are what drew me in and which motivated me to read the book. Even after I read the book and the storyline and the plot resonated with me. I really miss the times when we could just read picture books and just be kids without all the pressure. That's so sweet. What one thing did you learn from this book? This book teaches kids the days of the week and what food the caterpillar eats and even offers a little counting lesson. It even carries a subtle message that healthy foods like a leaf are better for you, while eating too much sugary food could give you a stomach ache like the caterpillar gets. However, now I realise that is that there is much a deeper meaning than that. The very hungry caterpillar symbolises how much we feel the need to adapt to trends and things others want us to do, without realising that we don't want it for us. We need to do what is good for us. All actions have consequences. No one told the caterpillar that eating all that food would be bad for him. In life, we are often left to our own devices to determine what's good or bad for us. Yeah, when you're younger, you don't realise the true meaning, but then you grow up and reread it and you start to understand it in a more meaningful sense. The Rainbow Fish taught me to be my own person and make my own path in life. The book itself showed me it's okay to have your own personality and your own looks because no one else is going to look and act like you, which I think is a very important message to all the children out there. In today's world, many young people are pressured to fit in with society, which I think this book should be shared even if it is an older book. I think it it was a very important part of many Gen Z children's lives, which I think it should be shared around the world. I think that's really important for kids to learn these days. Tell me about when you guys first read an e-book. Okay, well, the first time I read an e-book was in year four, I think, and my school had just gotten the Wheelers reading app on all our laptops, so I decided to give it a try. And to be honest, I hated ebooks because it just didn't feel the same to a regular book. However, in year five, my mum bought me a Kindle and I just loved it so much, especially all the tools you could use to highlight and annotate. I loved how you could download so many books and read wherever you want. I just took it on vacations and whenever we went to a restaurant, I would just sit there reading. That's so relatable. Which do you prefer, ebooks or paperbacks? Here's the thing I love ebooks. But there is just a whole other experience when reading a paperback book. I feel the characters and the scenes are easier to picture when reading an e-book. My mind goes other places due to the bright light and all the buttons on the screen. 
I'm quite a fidgety person, so I find the paperback book easier to focus my attention to. Ebooks are cheaper and and easier to access, but there is truly nothing like a paper book. If I'm being honest, nothing can go wrong with a good paperback book, but nowadays I feel like ebooks benefit me more personally. They are more adaptable to your experience and it also saves money because the books on the Kindle are much cheaper. I often don't have time to go to the library either, so my Kindle highly benefits me from that. I love how portable it is and easy to take anywhere. I know that Mariah said that paperback books seems more interactive, but personally, I think it's the opposite. Ebooks allow you to have many more features, such as a dictionary feature, read aloud features, and many settings to adjust to your liking. It makes reading enjoyable for everyone. I think that's really helpful for people who prefer to adjust their books so they can enjoy it to the fullest. Tell me a story about your experiences reading in public. So this is quite embarrassing, but when I was younger, my family and I, we went to a restaurant and I brought my book along with me and I was just reading there the whole time and I was kind of like in my own bubble and I didn't realise what was happening around me and the waiter, he brought the food and then like I didn't realise and then like I put my book on top of all the food and it got like all messy. That's so embarrassing. Moving on, what is one thing you guys love about reading? I definitely love reading because of the large community of people you can always relate to. If it's online, on TikTok, or as many call it booktop, or if I go to book club, there is always a large group of people you can relate to and give me their opinions and recommendations, and it's always a really fun time. I agree. It's fun reading by yourself, but the best part is going to book club or just sharing your ideas with your friends. I look forward to finishing a book just so I can recommend it to my friends. I love chatting about specific details and opinions. It's super fun. I love that. Now for the big debate. Do you guys prefer movies or books better? I prefer books 100%. I don't know what it is about books, but let's just say I've never been the biggest fan of movies. Like, I watch movies sometimes, but books just hit different, you know? When you read a book, you can interpret the plot and the story to your liking. Books allow your mind to be much more creative, which I honestly love. Books are much more detailed than films, and although you can't visually see anything, you can picture it in your mind according to what you want something to look like. It's way better because sometimes film directors choose the worst actors that don't suit the role. But in books, you can kind of interpret yourself what you want the person to look like. Absolutely. What are our favourite movie adaptations and why? Five Feet Apart is my all-time favourite book adaptation. The book was incredible. I only read it the other day and I only watched the movie the other day. But after I watched the movie, I was definitely an emotional wreck. I personally thought the movie was way better than the book, maybe because I prefer more of a visual representation, but the book didn't bring out the same emotions for me, personally. Um, This is kind of basic, but I really enjoyed the Harry Potter movie series. Like, it was just a childhood classic, and all the characters came to life, and I felt like it was so magical, and all the effects and, like, everything just brought it in together, and the actors did a really good job, so, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, our amazing podcast has come to an end. If you would like to hear more episodes from St. Aloysius College... You obviously want to. You can check them out at our own podcast page. The link is in the show notes for this episode. This podcast was produced by Evie Parrish, Gianna Diaz and Mariah Stavliotis for St. Aloysius College in partnership with ArchD Radio and Podcasting. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and this inspired you to read some of our recommendations. Thanks for listening and make sure you're subscribed to this channel to hear heaps of other school life stories, even though we know you enjoyed us the best. Have a great day and keep reading. We're glad you stuck till the end. Bye. Bye.